Welcome to the Make Music Income Podcast with Stephen Bedall of the Production Music Academy and me, Eric Copeland of Make Music Income. In this podcast, we'll talk about our experiences in music licensing as music artists with online channels, our publishing and royalty incomes, and our combined over 40 years experience as music producers for hire. So let's get started with today's episode. Okay, so there are lots of people online telling you how you can make music income, right? Like, hey, you're listening to us two jokers right now with our fancy podcast and our YouTube channels <laughs> and our Instagrams, and and we're we're even on the TikTok. Um, but do you ever wonder, are there people online that you're watching doing what they're teaching? Or are they just teaching something they once did, heard about, read about, or retired from, but think it might be a good way to make some income if they start a channel talking about this thing? Well, today we're going to talk about who to trust when you watch these channels and including us, um, telling you how to make music income with sync licensing and with stock licensing and with uh, artist income and and more stuff that people talk about on here. So welcome to episode number 34 of the Make Music Income podcast. Who do you trust to make music income? This, Who do you trust to watch online? Guy and make music income. <laughs> uh, uh, brought to you by Make Music Income, a suspicious sounding company <laughs> if I ever heard one, and the Production Music Academy, which actually sounds very trustworthy and official, <laughs> but is it? We're gonna is find it? out. No. So, <laughs> so first things first, welcome back to my co-host, Mr. Hey. Stevie B. And just another congratulations on your recent marriage to Milady, <laughs> to your lovely wife, and uh, you're back from your world travels. Tell us what you've been up to, my friend. Oh man, thank, well, thank probably you so much. Not much, thank probably, you so much. Right? Yeah, no, well, a lot, and 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 not a lot at the same time. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, we had a we had such a, a great trip, and uh, I should mention that we listened to uh, your podcast with uh, with Dave on the way down, driving down uh, to the Oregon coast where we uh, did a little honeymoon uh, trip and we loved it. Uh, she had a good laugh at uh, the uh, the whole milady <laughs> thing. Um, she's like, why are they calling me milady? Uh, it's like, it's your fault. long story. <laughs> um, anyway, um, yeah, we had we had such a great time, man. And it was so nice to step away from, uh, from work for like a week and just refresh my ears. Um, we, you know, just oh man, we love America. We love America for all the uh, all the American um, listeners. I think you know sometimes Canadians get like a a bad rap for being like self righteous, uh, holier than thou types. Uh, that is not what I hear. You no? know what I hear all the time? Canadians are so nice. They are nice. Everybody are is nice. just so nice. We are nice, and and I I just want to say that we love America. We love the people down there. Uh, are, are fantastic. The, the, the scenery was incredible. Uh, the food was just like mind blowing. Uh, we had such a great time, man. We did. We just we just took it all in. The portions. Yeah, and it's been a while since I've been down there. Anyway, um, yeah. Since I've been back, I'm just I don't know. I'm just trying to catch up on uh, you know track reviews for the Production Music Academy. I'm creating a new course, and uh, I guess the only thing that's uh, you know really 
worth talking about right now is that uh, one of the tracks that I wrote earlier this month, which was kind of like a 90s inspired, um, you know, high energy uh, hip hop tune, uh, which is really just an experiment, um, is was yesterday, at least it was number one, uh, most popular track of the month on Motion Array. I think it's being edged out. It's number two now. Um, but hmm. the, yeah, having a great month, it's going to, it's going to surpass again. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, you know, uh, knock the record, uh, downloads out of the park, uh, for this month, which is great. It's, it, it's oh, really man. nice and I, I need it because Amazing. I spent so much money, um, down in your country <laughs> eating great food. So I need to make up for eating it. large portions. Yeah. yeah the, by the way, the portions are like twice the size they are in Canada. Everything is like tiny little bite-sized things in Canada. It's really annoying. And then you go down to the States, you order a breakfast for one person, you get like enough food to feed three people. It's amazing. <laughs> or me. <laughs> one, three people or me. That's, you know, so. So, um, yeah, anyway, that's. I would probably starve in Canada. <laughs> you might. It's just the portions are getting smaller. Everything's getting more expensive. It's very annoying. Anyway, um, that's uh, that's about it for me. <laughs> yeah, back back in the saddle, trying to catch say. up on stuff. How about you? Well, um, it's been an interesting week uh, on all fronts. Um, I actually got a taxi forward the nice, other day. Nice. Um, I put a few percussion. Uh, I've been working on a kind of a percussion album over the past six months, and they had a call for percussion ones. These were not things I wrote for this brief. These were just things I had that fit the brief very Great. well. Uh, to some extent, I had written for previous percussion briefs, so you could say that I wrote it for a brief, but as Taxi will tell you, hey, keep re-pushing those songs, even if one gets forwarded. This is my second percussion one to get forwarded, and uh, whether I hear anything or not, that'll be the real test, right? So, um, but I'm three of seven in forwards lately um, with Taxi, so, more to pitch soon. I am doing my due diligence, Steve. I said I was going to put, you know, continue pitching throughout mm -hmm. this year on my last on my last year. Whether when I get done with this year on taxi, it is a year of something happened or something didn't happen. That will be in the next taxi video when I talk about if I'm going to continue with taxi or not, and it will be purposely uh, focused on how things mm. went. And if they went uh, fine, but nothing happened, then that's what I'll report. If it if something happens and I get a good deal or a new library out of the deal, I'll certainly be happy to, to, to talk about that. And if I do, I'll talk about it in a very public forum, you know? So it'd, it'd be a great advertisement for them. Maybe you'll incur the wrath happens. of Michael uh, again. Well, if, Have it, a round two. if in that case, I... <laughs> If <laughs> there won't be a round two, if I have a, uh, he'll have to come on my channel yeah, right, this time. Right. He'll have to come on my channel. But uh, anyway, so uh, that's that's something that's happened. Uh, I've got a, I put a new song out to stock, um, kind of a song that just kind of developed uh, by just messing around in Logic with Logic sounds, and then I added some different things to it. It's on Audio Jungle now on Pond Five and. Uh, waiting to hear if it's going to be on Motion Array. Um, should be about today, probably, or cool. tomorrow that I hear. Uh, not a great stock month so far, uh, but pretty normal uh, I, for me uh, I, so far. Nothing to write home about. Uh, it, actually, content ID income and yummy sounds income. Uh, last month, it was song trader income that did something uh, yeah. 
to add to the month. So every every month is sounds. an adventure. Yummy oh, sounds. That's a great name. Paying me. <laughs> Paid. It's it's going up every month. Twenty five bucks last month. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's not. That's not. Bad. And and they have a different way of submitting. You just send them a bunch of songs. I just and they send deal them with a, it? a Dropbox. They just and he pulls them oh, all man. in. Does stuff Only was that them. easy mm-hmm. for all the libraries, eh? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, he's a nice guy, and so uh, and and just sends you know PayPal payments. So Very cool. I sent the first few songs of a country album I've been working on for a very long time to my sync library, and they were really excited about what they heard and are ready for them all, and so am I to get them to them. So I'm trying to finish those up and get all those to them. Uh, I saw four more uses on uh, uh, TuneSat last week for uh, a song that is in that same library. Uh, and I'm convinced that, like stock music, more is more, at least for me. I, I think more is always more. I know you have success being a little bit more selective about the things you put up. And I know you've, when, when you talk about Motion Array and having a number one thing, I mean, <clears throat> you are specifically making things that you know will do well there mm-hmm. and really f- hedging your bets on one or on, on a smaller number of things. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> versus me, who just dumps everything in there like a dump truck, you know. And I, I might, du- I might dump truck, uh, you know, uh, too, if I had more time. So I, I don't, I just don't have a lot of time to, to, you know, to write music for. So I, when I do put a song up the motion array, yeah, you know, like I, I really try to make sure that it's going to fit the picture there. Um, but yeah, if I had more time in my hands, then might, I might just throw them a lot of little things and. Some of it would work. Some of it wouldn't, probably. You, you, we're, we've got a new video thing here, and you're kind of off to the side a little Oop. bit from my view. Are you, there we go. I hope you're enjoying our new, if you're watching this and not listening, we're, we have a new yeah. <clears throat> system we're trying this week, the Dave the Dave Croft system. The Croft system, system. Uh, yeah, using uses. Riverside. Using riverside.fm, yes. shout out. So we'll see how it works. Mm. Um Let's see what else is going on. Um, more music client videos this week, music client conversations. Uh, I do a lot of those on my ride over to school, so I'll schedule them at 2 p.m. So when I have to drive and do my uh, client uh, consulting during that time, kind of trying to make use of every single minute of the day, yeah, you know, to what, do all these things. Yeah, totally. Uh, moving into music theory teaching this week with people, so Minds are blowing over at the uh, at the university right now, or at the place where I teach, and they're just like they're looking what? at me like, what now? <laughs> and then finally, uh, the this is the one year anniversary week for Make Music Income, Yay. July seventeenth. I woke up on July seventeenth, and just for some reason, woke up that day going, what? Wait a minute. What day is this? And what day did I do drop my first video? Because I have a like a a, a a a a log of what's happened with my channel. I kept it for the first six months because I was watching the growth and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I wrote down the exact day that I put my first video out, and it was July seventeenth. And I woke up that morning on July seventeenth and said, "What?" And so I put a post out about it. And this has been kind of anniversary week. It, I did a live on Monday. Um, I didn't get the podcast out until today uh, of last week with Dave just because of uh, I had to edit it and and uh, boy Final Cut my computer it's just time for a new computer but yeah. Final Cut was all give me all sorts of problems so oh, no. I, I also have an interview with Jesse uh, from Sync My Music which is great it's probably going to be two or three videos just because we talk for so long but um, I can't 
I can't get to it yet. And uh, my computer was giving me problems trying to edit that. So I hope to get that out tomorrow, but it might be the weekend before that comes can't out. Can't wait to see that. And then amazing Instagram growth. Thanks to Mr. Clint Music, just putting up clips of him and specifically him putting up clips of me. Mm. He has 16,000 uh, Instagram followers. Damn. And so uh, his people have been coming over. And again, the secret to growing any channel, well, I don't care if it's YouTube or apparently Instagram or anything, is someone else shouting you out on their channel who has a great number of followers and then you siphon those off kind of because they want to come over and see what you're no doing. So all this kind of leads us into today's topic. Why do I put all this time into building a channel talking about music income or how you can make music income rather than doing things that actually bring music income? Why aren't I right now, instead of doing this podcast, working in logic and, <clears throat> and communicating with libraries? Well, you may have noticed that I talked about the music income stuff first before I talked about my channel. And that's because making music and getting things forwarded and making new things and getting them to libraries is more important to me, I don't mean this in a bad way, than talking about doing mm -hmm. it. It's more important for me to do it than to talk about it. And I feel like I can't properly teach if I don't also at the same time do. And so um, I could make, I mean, I, that's the first salvo here. What do you think of that? That is a really, really interesting point. We were texting about this a little bit yesterday, and I had a lot of time to think about it. And I think that I'm in the same boat as you. I just don't feel like I would be comfortable, uh, you know, teaching about, you know, or I wouldn't be comfortable putting the idea out there that you can, you know, make or encouraging people to try to make money with, you know, something like royalty-free music, which is a tough place, you know, in competitive market. Um, unless I was actually in it and, and doing it, I wouldn't want to be talking about it unless I had, first of all, experience, but also like actively doing it and, you know, mm -hmm. un understanding what the marketplace is like at this current moment. I think that's really important to understand, you know, what's going on like right now. Um, so. And the only way to know that is, is to, to be act in it. Is actually to be doing it. Now, now whether, <clears throat> you know, where you ch you draw the line in terms of like how much you want to talk about it slash how much you want to be do actually doing it is you know subjective. I'm mean, everyone's gonna is gonna draw a different uh, line there for themselves. But um, I certainly feel like you know um, it's hard for me to find the time to to talk about it uh, these days because I'm doing so much of it. So and I, I feel good yeah. about that. So that's where I kind of stand on it. But I think that yeah, there's and I agree. That, you know there's there's um. Talking about things is 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 can be very profitable, <laughs> you know. Like uh, there's a lot of people on YouTube talking about stuff and making uh, you know a lot of money doing it. Um, so there's there's an incentive to 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 build community and and talk about things. Uh, and you would hope that anybody talking about anything is uh, either you know drawing from uh, a lot of experience or is actively involved in it as well. Um, I think as long as there is uh, a background of extensive experience, then it's okay to, you know, um, to talk about uh, things more than maybe you're, uh, you're actually doing it. Both of us know um, several, you know, music producers who have not some, maybe so much retired from being music producers, but have kind of put it more on the back burner so that they can free up more time to be educators. And I think that's totally cool. Mm -hmm. 
because uh, we need educators. I mean, um, there was a time when I was, uh, you know, deep diving into into YouTube content and, and learning up and soaking up a ton of information from um, from people who were uh, gracious enough to, to put it out there. So, you know, I'm thankful for people talking about stuff. Well, I'm I'm as you know, I've I've been training to be an educator for a decade now and finally am. Uh, as far as at a school and now and on my channel. I kind of <clears throat> started this whole channel because I wasn't uh, I wasn't teaching yet and I wanted to be. And so that was one of the reasons why I started it. And, and but probably, I can't decide. I, I think it was more because I was having experiences and I was watching videos like yours and Daniel's and Jesse's. And I was watching him have, and you guys have conversations about making music income with the things you were doing mm -hmm. or, or interviews with people who were, but I was having different things happen to me. And I wanted, I, I thought I need to start a channel. If nothing, if not to teach, I, I guess I did want to teach people how to do it, but to at least explain what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and that's why I think almost anybody could start a YouTube channel uh, based on, on what they're interested in and what they're doing because they're going to have a different experience than the next person. Yeah. Even you and I have completely different experiences with different things. Motion Array is uh, is an example of that. Yeah. And, but yet they work for both of us. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess it would work way better for me if I was making what you're making. But at the same time, it worked pretty good last year with what I was doing and how I did it. And I did it in a completely different way than you. And yet I still made music income. So um, I could also do a production channel. I could do a channel about being a music producer. I probably wouldn't do it about like you do it where you're teaching actual music production uh, tricks and and techniques. Mm -hmm. I I would probably do it more on how to be a music producer in the studio and be a working with artists uh, more of a uh, yeah working with clients. I could do that, but the problem is that's not what I want to do as much now as as compose and pitch for income, and I, I want to talk about that. And I don't want to talk about and, and and show what happens because part of this whole thing with taxi or with stock music or with sync licensing or with publishing. All of that is like, what's gonna happen? I gotta keep watching this channel to find out what's gonna happen. It's like my story and, and no one else can tell my story except for me. Yeah. And so that's kind of the way I think about it. I think it's kind of cool to think back about the motivations to start like, you know, getting out on YouTube and talking about these things in the first place, because like thinking back to it for me, I think it was sort of an extension of just <clears throat> just feeling kind of lonely. Like there was, I didn't really know anyone in, yeah, in exactly. Vancouver who was doing it. Like I was kind of like all my own and I, I couldn't really, you know, I, and I think that in, in being online and talking about it on YouTube, um, I think what I was hoping to do was just sort of be a part of the community or start like a, a community around the conversations that I was having uh, in my head uh, and just put them online. And that's what happened. And and I think through that experience, it, that led me to um, try my hand at teaching. I really don't think that I'm like a natural teacher, but I think I sort of had to learn. I mean, I think there's 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 folks out there who are just brilliant, uh, you know, at, at teaching. It's just in their blood. You probably are one of those people. Um, I, I kind of had to, to learn how to do that. And I think that my first challenge was, you know, it was like creating that my first production course. And it took me three tries. Like I, I tried to make this course, you know, on the third time and it took so long to make it, man. Um, but it was, it was such a good experience. And I realized that, you know, in being on YouTube and, and sort of starting this community around, 
uh, around the channel, but also being a part of a community that was already there, like, you know, uh, like uh, that one that really building on what Daniel had, uh, had built on. Um, I realized that I had a lot of information that was probably useful to a lot of people. And so um, I kind of transitioned slowly to being, uh, you know, someone that was, uh, you could say, is like an educator. Um, but it certainly wasn't like the initial uh, inspiration for starting YouTube. It wasn't to go on and teach people about stuff. It was really just kind of be like, you know, it's like, I was like, hey, is there anyone else out there doing this stuff? Because I'm having fun. <laughs> so, well, it's a little like when I moved to Nashville and suddenly I kind of, got to start working with all the people that I respected, I, I, all the engineers and all the um, uh, players, especially that I got to start hanging out yeah. with, you know, and actually talking to and having conversations with. And then we became partners, similar to the way I would watch your podcast and uh, Clint's podcast and Jesse's podcast. And now I'm having actual conversations that not only am I having conversations with them, I'm sharing those conversations with people online. And so mm -hmm. to me, that is that is a lot of fun. And and, uh, and just, uh, you're like you said, less, you're, you're not lonely anymore. You're not doing this on your own anymore. Totally. And, I, and even those people who are watching or listening to this now, and maybe we're, we'll, we'll even, usually we do these kind of premieres where we will premiere this video on YouTube and, and a lot in 10 or 15 or 20, 30 people will, come sit and talk yeah. they're part of that community now they're not lonely anymore the arcos of the world and uh the rets of mix club and different people who are who come to watch our uh our videos they're not lonely totally. uh in their in their place arco is in india they're, they're you know other people are in other countries and they're not lonely <clears throat> because of our discord because of our videos that they can converse with us on exactly. or be part of the chat so exactly yeah and it's nice you know because there's the, yeah there's lots of places in the world where you know i mean people from all over the world are in our discord uh yeah. and yeah depending on it's what amazing. community like what size city you live in maybe you don't live in a city maybe you live in the country and there's just not a lot of people doing this kind of stuff it's nice to yeah. just have access to uh to a community online and that's something Absolutely. that uh i'm um i'm just so happy to be a part of of uh this community that we've that uh, we've got, it's cool. Yeah, we talk about Daniel. We talk about um, uh, Jesse from Sync My Music. We talk about Clint from Clint Music. Yep. Uh, you know, in talking with Clint, super great guy, super um, super dope guy. Seems like a dope dude. <laughs> He's very dope. He's really dope, <laughs> and I'm uh, we're we're having a lot of fun talking about that. And he seems like one. Just watching him and how he interacts with everybody, you can just see there's a real love yeah. of how he interacts. He does a lot of lives where he listens to people's music and he tells them how dope it is and and how. But he also is giving them some 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 tweaks and things like that to fix. Uh, you know, uh, Daniel, uh, uh, I don't, I don't see him doing that much on the public side. I know he does that on his channel, just like you do, where you have uh, the the things that you do. Uh, although you share some of those publicly, some of those listening sessions. And then there's people like Tom Dupree and Andrew Southworth and Dave Croft. And I just did an interview with Stephen Tallamy, who is kind of tangentially associated with Spitfire. Right. And cool. Um, these are guys that do as well as teach, and I really respect that they do. Tom Dupree and Andrew Southworth talk all day long about putting your songs on Spotify and how to do ads. 
but yet but they're musicians and, too and, he, and that's well not it's not just that they they have the information to tell you because yeah. they are doing it yeah they're being very transparent about their own experiments uh, and, and it's and sometimes they 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 fail and sometimes they win and it's and they're it's not like they're just selling it like hey this is the blueprint this is what's going to work i'm killing it every time it's like they're they're you know i love i mean i, I don't I haven't seen too much of Tom's content, but Andrew's is very transparent about his mm-hmm. his uh, his wins and his fails. It's very cool, and like that's what I like to yeah, see. Tom him. does a lot of um, Tom does a lot of of, of he, once every Friday he does a live, and he just sits and answers qu- people's questions cool. all the time. Um, but all his data is based just like Andrew's is based on his on his own experiments. Doing, yeah, you okay. know, Andrew just put out a new single last yeah. week and he, and, and he kind of intermingles that with his channel, which I think is very cool. Um, now there are some guys who are transitioning. They are transitioning from being a full-time composer and then they started teaching it and they realized that teaching it is just like I have teaching. It is, is important as, as much as Maybe as much as the music. Maybe teaching is more important than them doing music. Maybe like Jesse, who has been doing this for 12 or 13 years, is maybe just a little burned out on the making totally. the music point part totally. and is in, is invigorated by the people who come to his channel and ask questions. hundred percent. He's just got a helpful spirit. hundred you percent. Know? And like, yeah, like that, he is the perfect example of what I mean by someone who's a natural teacher. You can just tell him the way he talks. I mean, none of his videos are edited. And I'll say, you know, he just, he just nope. goes for it, man. I could never do that. I could never do that. Yeah. He's just fantastic at disseminating, uh, you know, all this information in a way that's just so concise. Um, mm-hmm. And he's a natural teacher. And, and I suspect that he's probably, um, he feels compelled to take on that role. And, and it probably inspires him in the same way that writing music inspired him uh, when he first started getting into the sync music game, probably. you know, yeah. so. All the power to And him. Clint has told me that he has probably turned more 60, 40 into, into teaching now. And, right. But still, every time I hear him talk, he's talking about working on cues and, and, and pitching to, and working on a brief. Right. I mean, he's talking about that all the time. When I listen to his channel or watch his stuff, he's like, oh, well, I was just on a brief the other day doing this. Well, that shows me that he's still working still hard active. at yeah. this thing. Uh, and, and maybe, yeah, the channel is... Uh, maybe the channel has become a, a big deal and he's trying to he and he's fallen into love I, I've fallen in love with teaching as well I love I love teaching uh, I it's not I still think of myself as composer educator composer first mm-hmm. and I, I I make sure I tell everybody that you know Daniel has started a new channel basically um, and and is trying to but still he keeps his stock channel going at least once yeah. a video a it's week to he's see that. got that thing going um <clears throat> talks about Tom and Andrew. Dave Croft teaches yeah. full time at Full Sail, and then also comes home and does a YouTube channel. But what you don't see is the twenty to probably four, 30 hours a week he is spending creating cues. Yeah, it's crazy because he's he is still uh, cranking out the cues at least one a week, fifty two cues. So it's amazing. Uh, that the and, pro- productivity on on uh, Dave's part is really is really impressive. Um, yeah. I'm, we were chatting a little well, bit a while back about maybe doing a, an interview, either him on uh, my channel or me on his channel. But uh, I got so many questions for Dave. To. If he's listening, I got so many questions for you. <laughs> oh, he'd love to do it. He, he's been great. And, and by the way, 
Thanks, Dave, for filling yeah, in you, for uh, for Steve for these past two weeks. Dave is always fun. Great. He cracks me up, and he's always fun to talk it's to. It's great fun, man. I got, I got it, the, these these glasses in white, in the white shade. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love the white glasses, man. Yeah, I'm man. thinking about growing a long beard <laughs> yeah. as well. I can't grow a long beard. And I can shave my head. I won't have to wear a hat anymore. <laughs> I can just shave my head. And then I'll have the whole day. I'll have to get the glasses. We should all three like be. be we'd look like ZZ Top. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, I obviously. So I think that <clears throat> do is the most important thing. But let's take a darker turn here. And and here's what I some things I don't like. And now we've talked about the people that we respect and the people that are doing things. But there are things about this that I'm not crazy about. Mm -hmm. And these are the people who teach, but I can't find their music or their work anywhere. All those guys I'm talking about up there, Dave, Andrew, Tom, Daniel, Jesse, Clint, I can go and find their music. Mm -hmm. I know where it is. It's on. It's somehow tang tangentially related to their site. Maybe it's actually on their site, or uh, I know Clint has uh, sites that he has his music on. I know Certainly, I know Tom and Andrew do. Um, Dave ha is part of his 52 communities community and all that kind of stuff. But there are people that teach stuff that I can't find any of their music. There are people who uh, are teaching this stuff and they're, you, you don't even know, I guess you could go look at their IMDB and see if they are doing anything and if they're sync licensing people mm -hmm. teaching this. Um, but the problem is I can't, I, I can't find out where they're teaching from and they don't talk about where they're teaching from because they're just talking about something like they know it without talking about the experience behind it. And especially this kills me when there's some guy that I've never heard of who, who has a YouTube channel, but there's only like six videos on it. It's not a weekly video. It's not even a monthly video person. You look back and they haven't done a video for six months, but they're doing a webinar. And on this webinar, they're going to talk about the secrets of sync licensing, and they're going to bring in somebody else to, to teach it with them. That's also somebody who's the same, who maybe has a website that doesn't provide weekly content to people. They provide uh, a content once or twice a year, mm -hmm. and they have this big sexy web. Oh, I'm not supposed to say sexy. This big, uh, I'll, really I'll interesting sounding. Well, for, no, for, just, uh, for monetization purposes. <laughs> yeah, don't want to get uh, striked, uh, stricken <laughs> for our for my language. Uh, even though I've already said dope, so I might be in trouble already. Yeah, you're right. That's drugs. <laughs> they might say this is a drug court, but but they have they set up this <clears throat> webinar and they push it like crazy. Yeah, yeah. And they and they put this webinar together and. It's filled with all this kind of cool information that everybody wants to know, the secrets of how to get into sync licensing. Yeah, you know. I, and, and they go on for hours, if not a whole day, with all these guests, guest music supervisors and guest people from this and that. Right. And it's, all, it's, it's good information until they get to the end when, they're th when they've got 15,000 people watching this webinar. And then they go in for the kill for the big $2,000 product that they are selling, this is what starts to make me a little angry. Yeah, I hear you. I think you have to question the, kind of the spirit of it when everything is kind of put behind a paywall from the very get-go. You know what I mean? Um, 
I don't really believe in that. I think, you know, I also have, uh, as someone who has a community that you can join for, uh, you know, for a price, uh, for bonus content, um, you know, I want, I, I want to be that guy that's, that also has a lot of accessible and free information through my YouTube channel that people don't have to pay for because that's how you build community. Um, and that's how you build trust with, uh, with, with your community. You know, um, I think it's totally fine to have like a Patreon or, a, or whatever, you know, a, like a mighty network site, like Dave and I have where you're asking for, a uh, you know, a, yeah, a fee in, in return charging. for, for extra bonus information, you know, that's totally cool. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, you know, it's like, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think it's a little sus, it's a little suspect when, but you're not, you're not, you're not, uh, selling a $2,000 course, Steve, you're selling a $20. Well, well this is, this uh, is what I mean. I mean, fee to be part of a, community. this is what I mean by the spirit of things, because it's like, when you see situations like that, you, you get the sense immediately that the, that the motivation is primarily to make money. Um, and, and that's always, you know, a little bit suspect, uh, if the, the primary motivation is to make money, then you can rest, you could probably rest assured that the course itself isn't, is probably not worth, uh, you know, $2,000. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, maybe it is. I can't, I can't say I haven't well, taken but it. They don't have to worry about, um, all they have to worry about is the 1%. And so if you get 1% of 15,000, and you've got fifth. That means one percent would be one hundred and fifty people paying two thousand dollars. That's a nice payday, you know. Yeah. And that keeps you going for six months until you got to do it again. Yeah, I guess it's and like to each their own. If you if if that's like if you're a business guy and you you want to like make a yes. like a lot of money and and those are the, maybe maybe that's the the way to go. But I'm just saying, you know, if anyone out there listening, like, don't take a two thousand dollars course to to learn how to get into the sync licensing game. You know, you don't need to. My, the problem here is that Graham Cochran, who is also a, a YouTuber and has a podcast, and for years ran Recording Revolution, which was a great and still is a great um, channel to teach uh, recording things. Those he's been doing, he does content twice a week, every week. He has hundreds of videos and on recording revolution maybe thousands of videos and most of those are teaching people how to go into pro tools and do a certain thing he is teaching he is a on all the time teacher now he also does webinars and he also has two thousand dollar products but this is a person teaching every week to people for free he gives them free ebooks now all of that is part of things. Hey, we all uh, try to give. I, I have a lot of free. I have a free ebook and a free uh, course. And, and that yes, you have to sign up to my email list to get it. And those people are qualified people you want to talk to soon and say, hey, I got a new video out. It's just this week. Or Steve and I did a new podcast. Go listen. We're giving out continual free content. If we do sell a thing from time to time, like I just put out a nine dollar uh, ebook that's that's one thing but if every six and and even if i every six months i was doing a webinar to sell a two thousand dollar type of thing i don't know how in the world or why in the world i could i could do that but i'm saying even if i did that at least you would be saying well he gives content every week sometimes he's, two pro- or three he's videos providing week. value man then that's the thing it's just like i think you you have to provide a lot of value um if you're in it just to make a quick buck then if people get a sense of that um, and you're not building a lot of trust with your with your and affinity with your with your uh, your your community. And I think that that's 
unfortunately, you know, maybe how some people approach it, but um, it's not the way that you and I approach it and, and many of the people, folks that we know. I think that it's really important to provide as much value um, as you possibly can uh, for, I think, you know, a reasonable price. I don't think you should be overcharging for uh, for products, but um, maybe a business, you know, guy with a business degree would uh, would would disagree with that assessment. So, you know, teach their own. Yeah, well, a business guy is not going to be worried about serving people. He's going to be about worried about making, no, money, making money because yeah. that's his his goal. Yeah. Um, the other thing that about being when you start a channel like you and I have, and you get to a place where you've got three thousand, four thousand plus subscribers, suddenly you're like, oh, I could make more channels that like I made this channel talking about this music thing, but what if I made a channel talking about how to make money or how to do this or all this kind of stuff. And you start to think like I started a composing channel. Now I have, I kind of have paused on that just because of the teaching job, but I still want to do that because it exists because it's a passion, not because I think it's going to make money. As a matter of fact, I think that channel would be very much harder to grow than make music income it would. will be to grow. Yeah. But we see people all the time and I, it's one of the funny things on YouTube to watch. And you and I have both, uh, I haven't hit this wall yet necessarily. You've hit it a little bit where you say, is this what I want to continue to do? Do I want to continue to take my channel in this direction or do I want to go in this direction? Mm -hmm. Or or they say, do I want to even continue this channel or should I start another channel that will make me even more money? And then uh, that channel uh, will be about money making or be about this or that, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and then guess what? Uh, Graham Cochran actually went from being a guy talking about music and building this great big music channel and finding he could grow this channel and, and make passive income to making a channel about passive yeah, income. And, it's and now that's what he, that's what he <clears throat> sells and yeah, does. But right. he is doing it from a place of actually weekly doing it. What he teaches his people to do, he is doing every yeah. week for free for you for content and giving you free content and giving you free downloads and all this kind of stuff. And guess what? To me, that is respect. I, I'm going to, if, if I was a person five years ago and I wanted to start a YouTube channel about whatever, uh, th that makes sense. I mean, to some extent, that's what you and I do, but uh, and it, it is talking about what you're passionate about, obviously, channel building and, and, and revenue stream building and passive income building. Mm -hmm. we, we talk about those things on even on this podcast. Mm -hmm. But um, I think, you know, it's it it is a real draw it, it, for anyone who's ever made a channel and suddenly you get people watching. Mr. Beast started out making uh, what Minecraft videos. Yeah. Something and now like he's he's grown into this monster doing all this all these crazy things. Uh, I love Mr. Because Beast, by the way, he's, he got a lot of people following so him. Cool. <laughs> but he provides entertainment for free yeah. for people, and so if he sells stuff, then good for him because he provides so much weekly entertainment to people for no cost on YouTube. Totally, so, totally. Um, so here's another question: Does teaching music stuff? on a channel like this, does that qualify as music income to you? That's a good question. That's just I, a question I think I so. Yeah, I think so. Why wouldn't it? If you're teaching so if, about music, then it's like that's music-related income. 
Yeah, uh, teaching music at the school I teach at now. That's I, I consider that music-related income. And this channel, I consider music-related income. And I think, just like we talked about earlier, anybody who is watching this video could decide, you know what, I'm going to start. I've seen it before. There's a guy in our Discord, FX Sounds. Are you familiar with FX Sounds? I think he's in our Discord, but I've seen him start his own kind of like Oh, is that Aaron? Uh, brand. Yeah, Aaron. Um Aaron O'Donnell from uh, from the UK. Yeah, yeah he's uh, he started his uh, he's active on Instagram and uh, and, and YouTube. It's more and, of an Instagram yeah. channel, but uh, yeah, he's great. It, I see him really working it. Totally. Also, my friend uh, Mike Barnhill, who's in, uh, he is a guy who signed up to uh, my mastermind course and has been uh, in here. And a shout out to Mike, and he has his own Instagram thing that he is really working hard to build, <laughs> and 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 talk about. He kind of like pushes his music with that yeah. rather than building any kind of channel or anything like that. But yeah. someone like uh, the other guy that we were talking about, he's actually putting stuff out about, you know, making content and things like that. So mm -hmm. um, I think that's really interesting. And, and so, yeah, I think this is the reason why when anybody comes <coughs> on my channel, Excuse me. whether bless you, Thank you, whether it is a music artist or a music channel person or, um, anybody, including Jesse in this last interview, my first question is how do you make music income? Mm -hmm. It's what I always ask people composers when they came into our composer class, much to the ire of my composer uh, teacher, I would, the, the guy would come in and talk about all his composing, um, blah, blah, blah. And I composed this and I composed this and I went out and did this and I would raise my hand. Any questions? Yes. How do you make income? Mr. Composer. And he was like, Oh, I, I'm also a teacher and, or I have a day job as a software engineer or something like that. Cause I was always interested in how people who said they made music and were not bragging, but just telling their story about how they make, how music has affected their life and blah, blah, blah. Really? How do you make income? And that was always first and foremost, because I know as a music maker, my music by itself does not bring in my this living, is the case for know? most musicians. I mean, most musicians that I know in Vancouver, like uh, like performing, active, uh, gigging musicians, are supplementing their income by teaching. Uh, I know very few that are not doing that, and I don't think I would never think anything less of anybody for for supplementing their income by teaching. It's a very stable um, and excellent source of income. Um, it's hard, man. It's very difficult to make a full time, uh, you know, living from music without teaching. Uh, if you're just doing composing, if you're just, uh, you know, if you're just a mixing engineer, it's difficult. It's, it's really tough. And, and most of it is like gig work, right? So it's not stable, regular income. Teaching is generally stable, regular income. That's why people do it. That's why, you know, yep. it's, it's uh, one of the, when I put a thing out onto the discord <clears throat> asking if you have any questions, I can ask Jesse to let me know because yeah. I'm going to interview him in a few days and somebody's the first question they asked was, how does he make his income? <laughs> you know, or does he make more income with his channel than he does from uh, from sync licensing? Because people really wanted to know that. I get the feeling from him that he doesn't. Because remember, one thing to remember about Jesse is unlike you and I, he does not monetize his channel uh, through YouTube. Right. So even though he might have a lot of videos out there getting a thousand views, uh, all the time and have many that's got into the tens of thousands of views. It's still not that and much. And he income. has 27,000 
subscribers, he's not monetizing yeah, that you, on, on the even Google if he side. was even if he was monetizing, it still wouldn't be uh, significant, you know. So uh, he makes his his money off of his products and off of his uh, his academy and things like that, and so yeah. uh, and even that is not that expensive. Um, uh, you know, and that's the things I respect about you and Daniel and other people who have these academies is that it's very entry level. People can get in and experience this stuff without having to pay two thousand dollars. Yeah, I think you know, that's just it's in. important, man. It's important to to make it accessible. For me, it's it should be accessible for those of uh, for those folks out there who are on a tight budget. You know, that's what I would have wanted. Um, you know, rewind the clock like five years, like I. The whole reason I'm doing the academy is just like this is something that I would have benefited from at the time, and I'm really trying to, you know, do it from a place of like trying to, uh, you know, help people out here. So I don't want to charge an arm and a leg uh, for for membership. Um, and Jesse's the same way, you know. It's not it's not super expensive to, to get in there, and uh, he's got a lot of folks in his academy. I think you know. So I mean, I'm I'm certain that yeah. he's doing uh, he's doing quite well uh, with that, and good for him. Um, you know, uh, no, I know a lot of people are, are very stoked to be, uh, in that, um, membership, uh, community and yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, so you're saying that he, um, he's he, like, you, you, I, I guess you'd probably didn't come out and say it, um, you know, exactly what the figures were, but you're, you're saying that he probably makes a lot more, uh, from his Academy than he does from like back end royalties these days. No, I, I, I'm not sure if that's not reversed. Oh, I, I see. I still I think there's a good amount of back-end royalties <clears throat> coming in. Right, right. And, 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 it, and, and from my con- – I'll have to look back at my conversation with him. I'm, I'm editing it right now. But um, I think he still makes a good amount from his back-end royalties. Um, I, I didn't ask him to, like, give me a percentage breakdown course, or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because uh, that's not really my business. Uh, but I, I – I did. I was interested in how to, how he makes income, and we talk about that. And he also put out a video last night about how he makes income, mm. and uh, so I'm going to refer to that video because it's kind of like a nice follow up video to mine. So when I put my video up, I'm going to tell people to also go watch that video because he talks a little bit about how he makes his income, and he's very transparent about it. And I guess that's the other thing. I think you've mentioned it already. Transparency yeah. is really the biggest word in what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Is um, can you trust the people? Well, you can tell by their transparency, I think. Even Graham Cochran will say, I made this much money off this ebook. Yeah. I made, I, I am making $1 million off this. I can do this because I am that. Now, with his new channel, he's not speaking to musicians anymore. He's speaking to <clears throat> probably content uh, creators, six figure plus course, or business course creators people. And business um, people, yeah. Course creators. Yeah or people who are running their own business and trying to up go from six figures to seven figures. So he's, right. he's speaking to a different, most of the people here aren't making six figures or seven figures who are listening to this podcast. If you are, Steve and I would like to, you to know that we do <laughs> accept donations uh, and, and uh, super chats at any time uh, towards our channels. But um, most people are struggling to get by and make music and figure out how to make some money from it. And so, uh, it's a different, it might be a different audience. For sure, um, for sure, yeah. And then, you know, I think we can include pay for play uh, into this conversation a little bit. I think we've talked about that on other videos probably, um, not mentioning any names, uh, you know, but, you know, it it's gonna work for some people. Uh, and and uh, I'm not just talking about places to pitch your music, but 
places to do anything with your music where someone's saying, if you pay this much, you have the chance because then you get into the, I was going to call this, this uh, episode. So you're saying there's a chance, <laughs> you know, because uh, everybody, when they hear that I, you or I, I mean, it doesn't matter when you put out your video about your, your current video, your motion array, and you talk about your experience there and how much you're making, people are going to look at that and go, so you're saying I could make that because you are right. Mm -hmm. Or if they look at mine and I show I'm, I'm making $250 a month with stock music and, 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 and only submitting a little bit at a time because I just don't have time anymore. Mm -hmm. the people are like, well, I would love to have that. So you're saying there's a chance I could do that. Mm -hmm. That's so the thing. there's a, yeah. I'm saying yeah, there's and, a chance. And so I guess we are in, we're, we're endorsing this, I, but uh, the problem with that is stock music markets, you don't have to pay anything to them. All you have to do is make money and put it up there for free. Yeah. So it's not a pay for play type of thing versus, except for your time. You, you could say your time is what you're paying for. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to like- you have to watch out for those. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to like, I want to, I want to, yeah, I want to, I want to say two things at the same time. You know, I want to say, hey, look, there's, there's a, there, you can make good money uh, doing some of this stuff, but it's not easy either. It's like, you got to, like, it requires uh, a certain skill set. And, um, you know, the reality is, is that it's a very competitive marketplace and there's, a, there's not a lot of people making that kind of money, but it is possible. Um, and I think it's important to be transparent about that. To start to put a bow on this, I think that what we're talking about here is people who make money from the thing and the money, they make money talking about making money from the thing versus people who talk about a thing and they stopped doing it either long ago or recently and they start talking more about it because it's more lucrative than doing the thing for them. Yeah. Um, and they found that out, especially if they have a big webinar and they're able to make a year's salary just by selling one product to 150 people for $2,000 and then just paying off everybody who was part of the webinar. Now, hey, more power to you. If you can make money that way, um, it's not against the law. It's it's done every day. Um, I just I just feel like I would rather pay that two grand to somebody who like I would I would consider paying two grand for a for a product with Graham Cochran mm -hmm. because Graham I listen to his podcast all the time I believe in his system to a certain extent and I I could see paying him for a product that much because of all the content he gives me on a weekly basis and podcasts and all that yeah well I, but it goes back to like you know the affinity that he's building with his his uh, yeah. his his uh, his community, right? Because, and you could see that, like what you mentioned earlier, like he's probably got like, you know, there's probably who know, how many hundreds of videos on the recording revolution. Um, and then the dude, you know, that you're, uh, that we're, you're referencing here, maybe you saw someone that had like, you know, six videos and then it's like, hey, yeah. and by the way, pay me $2,000 for this course. Like that. Oh, and we're having this big thing and they've got a mailing list of, of, of 15,000 people who want to be, who want the easy way to make money. And, uh, but, but at the same time, you've got someone like Jesse who is teaching the exact same information every week for free. It's free, yeah. First, and, and for a small fee, you can be part of his community mm -hmm. for a very small fee, mm -hmm. same with you. Um, and same with Daniel. And 
they both really put in things into those communities. They put a lot of time into this. I think our channels are different than a lot of these that we're talking about. I'm not bragging necessarily, but I really think that <clears throat> we both do both of these channels, which are, I mean, it's barely a part of my income. It makes, it's, on a good month, it might make more than stock music, which is still 1% of my monthly income or 2%. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is not, and I know your channel probably, uh, your academy might bring in something, but it's still not equaling what you're making from the music you're putting out and being paid licensed to- for. Oh yeah, totally. I would think, I would say as like <clears throat> a final thought on this subject is just like, don't, is is be wary of anyone that's, that's selling like a get rich quick kind of uh you know scheme it's just it, there's no there's just no such thing as a as like a shortcut to um you know to riches or to easy street in any sense of, of the word um every everyone you know as basically anyone who's done well in in the music industry is probably 99.9 percent of all people who have succeeded uh, have worked their their butt off to, to, to be there and that's that's reality so don't uh, let's make sure, make sure don't forget that the hardest truth behind music income is that you just have to make really great music and a lot of it for a long time yeah and you have to not quit you have to keep at it you have to continue to get better and you have to just keep doing it year after year after year but you can't just also sit in your room and hope it improves without doing anything to improve it. You've got yeah. to reach out to other people. I'm not talking about paying people to be part of their academy. I'm not talking about paying for eBooks. I'm talking about learning from other great players, collaborating, reading listening, books, listening and to a lot of listening, music, watching podcasts and and free YouTube videos to learn all that you can learn and apply that. Spend as little as possible, but make you're going to have to spend the, the time in the, the, the hard work to get that information and then apply it to your life is really that. And, and, and I guess that's my final, my final word on this is that the people who aren't providing consistent monthly, weekly uh, information, but still wanting you to pay them thousands of dollars for their product is what bothers me. Mm-hmm. And I just can't, I can't, get away from that and if anybody has any 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 feedback on that i i i understand if you say hey i'd rather just listen to one webinar and pay for it i'm like well that's everybody can you can also decide in a weekend to buy a mercedes when you really don't drive a car very much <laughs> or, uh, but it, it's it's kind of a dumb investment if you're if you're not you know if you don't know how to drive a car <laughs> it makes no sense in the world you know so <laughs> just have it as a decoration anyway. on your driveway i guess <laughs> yeah. let, look, let us know in the comments uh yeah what you guys think because it is kind of a you yes. know it's an interesting thought and uh it's one that i sort of gave gave a lot of thought to in the last uh day uh since you mentioned that you were, we were going to talk about this and um yeah i'd be curious to know what you guys think so uh make sure you throw down a, yeah. a little comment absolutely tell us if we're being uh if we're just completely being yeah maybe we're off uh, the mark here uh, being being like oh you got, aren't you guys who you're talking about <laughs> and uh i think we've tried to make a, a a a case for why we are not what we are talking about even though uh we do make income from some of the things that we do with these channels but um i just these are things that bother me as a channel maker who is trying very hard to make most of my money 
if not eight, 90% of my money from either uh, phys making music. My best world will be when I'm 100% making bank from, uh, from my royalties and upfronts, and that is the world. You may see less videos from me when I am making more, because I won't have time, mm -hmm. because I'll be working on productions so much that I'll only be able to do vlogs and say, hey everybody, let me tell you what's going on this week, or you and I are so busy with with music making <laughs> that we uh, we have to sacrifice the time to make music videos, and well, you've been in that situation yeah, well, as of late. I was, yeah, I was gonna say, my audience, you can, you can definitely, uh, uh, Start to get a little suspicious if uh, if I start uploading three videos a week, you know that I'm not uh, I'm not doing a lot of composing. <laughs> and it's the hardest thing. I, my goal this week with this with this anniversary week was to do a video every day. I just I just did not have the time because so I am working for clients. Yeah. I am teaching. I am I am trying to get songs out. I am mixing my own songs and and still composing on my own songs. And that just is more important to me. And and I guess that's where you can see where the red flag is for you is are the people that you're watching really doing and what we're, and what we're telling you is to also to do um and and do just to do, 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 do 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 yeah um, totally heard a great podcast yesterday about about writer's block and uh this is another one that we're gonna have to cover here soon yeah but it's, it's more about doing and just sitting down and doing and yeah. uh i i think to I think the people who are teaching that you could trust are the people who are doing. So just the last word. Agreed. All right. That's going to do it for me. Thanks for listening, guys. And, uh, yeah, yep. we'll, we will see you again next week. See you all next week. Awesome. Thanks so much. Good to see you, Stevie. You too. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Just a reminder to check out makemusicincome.com and productionmusicacademy.com. And you can find us both on YouTube as well. We both post regular content there. You can find me at Stevie B Production Music Academy and Eric's channel is called Make Music Income. We'd love to see you there. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to our content. Also, feel free to join us in the Make Music Income Discord server. Lots of great conversation going on in there, and you can share your work and connect with other like-minded folks. It's a great community. So thanks again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.